It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is John DeLancey, and you are listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. It's time for the Telecast, brought to you by the GeekCast Radio Network. Once again, Mouse Chipmunk and the guy with the really deep voice. As I said, I'm your host, Optimus Solo, and I would like to say hello and welcome to the 33rd episode of The Telecast, brought to you by the GeekCast Radio Network. Alright, today, for the last time in Season 1, I am... That's right, folks. I am riding solo one more time, and today I will be talking about...
That's right, folks. We are talking about Kids Incorporated at long last. But before we get too far into our discussion, here's a little background information on the show. Kids Incorporated debuted in 1984 and ran nine seasons until 1994, spanning 154 episodes, first airing in syndication and later on the Disney Channel. For those of you that don't know, Kids Incorporated, much like our show last week, The Mickey Mouse Club, was a variety show featuring child performers, and the show included segments um, with some skits and comedy bits and a whole lot of singing. A whole lot of songs. Um, my memories of Kids Incorporated. Um, I remember the heck out of the theme song. That is for sure. Um, definitely had some strong memories of Kids Incorporated. Uh, I didn't necessarily know who was involved in Kids Incorporated. I wasn't uh, aware of what stars were involved at all. But I just remember music and, and seeing them sing along, you know, sing songs that I knew current songs, old songs, um, and just kind of the whole skit thing. I, I did. I don't remember Kids Incorporated or Mickey Mouse Club as much as I remember, like, You Can't Do That on Television and some of those uh, shows, even Sharon Lois and Bram, because um, I didn't watch them a lot, uh, but I, I knew it existed. Um, and a lot of people don't know anything about Kids Incorporated. A lot of people don't remember it, uh, or if you say the name, don't even know it was a show, which is weird. It's probably one of the only shows that was on for 10 seasons that has so few people remember it. More people probably remember the Mickey Mouse Club, and this really, for all intents and purposes, was on longer and, and you know, for more seasons, etc. Um, so definitely flow, flew under the radar um, as far as nowadays and people talking about it. Something that real quickly kind of like faded into obscurity, which is kind of weird. Um, but like I said, I don't remember the specific people, I don't remember specific skits, so I'm kind of another reason or another person that's just adding to that obscurity, I guess, but I do remember the theme song, and I do remember uh, the kind of the rough format of the show and kind of what it consisted of. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, those are my basic memories of, of Kids Incorporated, and, and most of my knowledge about Kids Incorporated actually comes in just researching for this show. Um which I guess we can get right into, first and foremost, which is, what is the who's who of Kids Incorporated? Now, with Mickey Mouse Club, we had a lot of stars. We had Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling and, you know, uh, uh, J.C. Chazé. Uh, we had a lot of people. So, I mean, the list kind of went on and on, and it would seem like maybe that's more why more people rem remember, quote-unquote, even though if they're not remembering, there's kind of selective memory, retro memory. Um because of so many stars that they've been pointed back to it and they've seen clips people posted about, oh, look at Britney Spears when she was young, or oh, look at Justin Timberlake when he was young. So I think it's more of that than actually remembering the show, and that's why Mickey Mouse Club seemingly is more remembered than Kids Incorporated just because of the number of stars it had. Not saying that Kids Incorporated was without stars, though. Um, the group members of Kids Incorporated ranged in age from 8 to 17, uh, from seasons four to five, there were six members. In seasons one to three and six to nine, it always consisted of three girls and, and two boys. Um, a lot of different cast members over the years, you know, at least uh, two dozen, you know, somewhat regulars. Um, 
some people were only on for one season. Some people were on for, you know, five or six seasons. Um, really, though, there was only about five or six people that were on for more than two or three seasons. Most notably, uh, probably as far as the length on the show, because she started in, you know, 1984 and went all the way through 1989. She was on six seasons, would be Fergie. Stacy Ferguson, uh, you know, most people know her with her work from uh, Black Eyed Peas, etc., but Fergie was on Kids Incorporated. Obviously, the one that I know the most would be Jennifer Love Hewitt from 1989 to 1991. It was on season six and season seven. Jennifer Love Hewitt, at the, on the show, she was just credited as Love Hewitt, as she did uh, when she was a kid until she added the Jennifer Love Hewitt part. Um, there was a bunch of other people, um, Moosey Dreyer, Rashawn Patterson, Renee Sands, Marta Martika Marrero, which we'll talk about her. You probably don't recognize the name, but you will recognize the something else that she's known for when we get to that point. Uh, Kenny Ford Jr. Um, but these are just the, the actors, uh, people that were credited as singers, etc. There was a whole host of people that were dancers as well, most notably one by the name of Mario Lopez. A.C. Slater from Saved by the Bell was a dancer on Kids Incorporated. Now, actors left the show when they aged out, quote-unquote, of their roles as kids. You know, since the show took 10 years, obviously you couldn't have the same people on all 10 years. They wouldn't fit as, you know, that middle school slash high school age group. So definitely people got too old for their roles and had to leave the show. Um, other people were written in... Uh, some people were written into the script as leaving the show. Uh, they did that kind of more so uh, at the beginning where, you know, when, when characters were actually getting too old for the show, they would write them out. Um, sometimes, though, they were just replaced without comment. Uh, some people just basically disappeared and, and they didn't even address it. Uh, the show also had a range of guest stars, uh, both celebrities and newcomers. Um, people like Florence Henderson, um, Barry Williams, David Hasselhoff, uh, Ruth Buzzy, famous voice actor there, um, and then young actors who guest starred on Kids Incorporated included, here you go with a couple here, Brittany Murphy, 1992, um, Scott Wolf, and Jeff Cohen, who you might know as Chunk from the Goonies, had some guest appearances on Kids Incorporated. So early appearances, definitely, of Brittany Murphy and Scott Wolf. Of course, Scott Wolf and Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jennifer Love Hewitt would go on to uh, both co-star in Party of Five, so an early meeting there. Um, you got Fergie, you got Mario Lopez, so you do have some star power. Um, it doesn't maybe get enough credit. I don't think as many people know that all these people were on Kids Incorporated like the people know that such and such were on Mickey Mouse Club, but there's just about as much star power here. Um, just maybe not those ultimate divas like you have with uh, you know, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, and, and Britney Spears. So, uh, that's basically the who's who. We'll get into more as far as what they're doing now and what they've been known for after the show uh, a little bit later. But uh, this is the time of the show where we get to go into... The good. The bad. The ugly. That's right, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly for Kids Incorporated. Um, good, the theme song. We're kids incorporated. I mean, it's just a it's just a catchy song. Um, obviously, there's some slight variations over the the ten seasons or nine seasons, ten years um, that we get. But it, but altogether, a pretty catchy theme song. 
um, that definitely stuck with me. I would say that's one of the good good parts of uh, Kids Incorporated. Um, I think it's also somewhat good that the cast, you know, is basically mainly children and teenagers. That's obviously something that is needed when you're trying to uh, have that your target demographic. We don't want to see a bunch of adults. We don't want to see a bunch of little kids. So uh, having the teenage cast uh, really helps. Um, also, excuse me, um, I think the the settings that they had were good. Um, you know, they, they were stuff that you could relate to, um, whether it be school events, uh, you know, someone's garage or a house or the mall or, or different things like that. So I think that really helped out. Um, going back to the adults for a second, cause I, I was kind of getting to it. Uh, parents rarely appeared on the show or figured directly into the plots. So they definitely made an effort to keep parents out of it, which I think was something that was appealing to kids uh, at the time and uh, of the day watching it. I can't speak for all of them, but I, I think that's something that uh, appealed to me um, and would have appealed to me even more if I was watching the show religiously. Um, some interesting atmospheres and dynamics uh, with the show, too. Something that really separated it from Mickey Mouse Club, I think, is... is a, even though they're very similar in type of show, in, in some of the format as far as variety sketches, uh, little skits, and the musical numbers, the tone of the show for me was different. The Mickey Mouse Club came across as much more fun. Uh, I don't mean the Kids Incorporated is not fun, but much more like funny, pop, like positive stuff where I feel like Kids Incorporated tackled more serious issues. Um, they had more of a, a, a adult tone or a mature child tone, if that makes any sense, where they dealt with kids dealing with certain issues, and, and not all the songs are just these happy concert songs. There's There's deep songs, there's sad songs, there's depressing songs, there's moments where they isolate kids, you know, alone, um, or where they have them kind of communicating with each other through song, so I kind of really like the mood and the tone of stuff better in Kids Incorporated, it seemed more real, not just fluff, not saying Mickey Mouse Club was just fluff either, but but uh, there was more realness in what Kids Incorporated was doing, and more show in what Mickey Mouse Club was was doing, I guess if that makes sense. Um, the uh, kind of the plot or, or premise behind Kids Incorporated um, was that they 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 basically had a uh, local formal music former musical club, excuse me, uh, that was turned into a kids hangout and it was called the Palace. Although the A in Palace was was not there. Um, it, you know, it was originally the palace and it had been a theater where supposedly Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, etc., etc., had, had, had been. The A in the neon sign had burned out and was never replaced. Um, so that's why it was palace without the A. Um, but, you know, the, the plots had fantasy elements, uh, it had robots, it had princesses sometimes. Um, and the songs would happen both on stage and off stage, so that was fun. That made it a little bit more real to me. Um, never really got a location or where this is happening. A generic school, um, public school 127, um, but but no like specific area, which we don't need. Um, 
you know, the kids were basically their own rock group. Kids Incorporated was the name of the music group. That's where the title comes from. So it was these kids that were part of the band and, and kind of what they did and their struggles, um, you know, dealing with stuff like peer pressure, crushes, child abuse, um, depression, you know, all these different things. So it's basically just following this, this group of kids that have formed a band which who doesn't who didn't have friends or wasn't themselves in part of a band at some point in school or at least knew somebody had friends that were so it's something you can relate to and it's just kind of following those kids through different stuff uh, with the with the loose structure that they are their own little rock group um so i mean i think all this stuff is good um you know obviously the fashion can be ugly at times that would be the ugly portion of the good the bad and the ugly the fashion and the clothes and definitely are you know 80s 90s stuff um but that's not that bad um it's a little ugly at times and hard to hard to look at um you know some of the singing is better than other singing you can definitely tell people that had the pipes um definitely hearing some of the jennifer love hewitt songs not just because i'm a, a fan of hers but you could definitely see the musical talent there, um, Fergie as well, and, and, a, and a few others that didn't necessarily have musical careers later on. Um, you know, bad, uh, at times the, the skits could be a little hokey, could be a little cheesy at times, just like with the Mickey Mouse Club. Um, but like I said, I do like the tone of them a little bit better. So, all right, I think then it is time to get into... Things that make you go, hmm. All right, that is right. It is time for things you didn't know about Kids Incorporated. Uh, number one, the show essentially launched the careers of creators and producers Gary Biller and Thomas W. Lynch, who would go on to create The Secret World of Alec, Mac, and Romeo, among many other shows, leading the New York Times to call him the David E. Kelly of tween TV. Uh, prior to it, Lynch and Biller created and produced a long-running music video series for TBS, Night Tracks. Uh, number two thing that you might not have known about Kids Incorporated, it was actually uncancelled. Meaning, it was the first show to jump from syndication to cable. So it was syndication first, and then it got picked up and, and became a show on actual cable. Usually most shows follow the reverse cycle of that, where they're on cable or they're on a channel and then they eventually go to syndication. So a little different life cycle for Kids Incorporated. Um, number three thing that you might not know about Kids Incorporated, the original show was also seen in uh, a lot of different countries. Germany, Iraq, UK, Iceland, um, Samoa, Australia, New Zealand, Micronesia. So it wasn't just something that was seen in the US, it was seen all over the place. Uh, number four thing that you might not know about Kids Incorporated, the show was filmed at Hollywood Center Studios in California for its entire run. It was one of the only shows, along with the Mickey Mouse Club, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and You Can't Do That on Television, where the complete season took place within the calendar year, instead of the traditional fall through spring shooting broadcast schedule. So, uh, a season was entirely in a certain year, so if somebody was on the show from 1985 to 1986, they weren't just in one season, that was all the 85 season and all the 86 season, since everything was shot within a calendar year. And the last thing you might not know about Kids Incorporated, after the sixth season, which was 1989, was filmed, the show was put on hiatus for a year, during which time most of the cast moved on to other projects or became too old to be on the show. There was only two people who returned after that sixth season to follow up in 1991 with the seventh season when it resumed, those being Kenny Ford and Love Hewitt. 
All right, time to get a little VH1 on everybody here. Go back to the who's who a little bit, and let's get into uh, where exactly are these people now. Now, let's start with the one that you don't need to know too much about, because you're probably somewhat familiar with where she's at. Black Eyed Peas star Fergie. Um, you know, obviously she was having, uh, just had her first baby here within this last year. Um, but yeah, she was on, on the musical TV sitcom there. Um, you know, uh, the series ended in 1993. She became a member of the Black Eyed Peas. Um, uh, she's married to actor Josh DeHaan, De- I can never say his name right, DeHamel. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a couple just had their first kid. Um, Mario Lopez, you know. A.C. Slater. That's what he went on to do, and uh, currently, obviously, he's been a celebrity guest host for uh, the entertainment show Extra. He's been a host of X Factor, so he's definitely very much uh, still doing what he does, looking like he's 20 still, um, very trim, very fit, um, and uh, very much still in the public eye. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Bubbly Child star grew into a movie star, obviously. I Know What You Did Last Summer. She also did the TV series Party of Five. She did uh, Ghost Whisperer, The Client List, and currently she has uh, secured a role, a temporary role at least, in um, the hit show Criminal Minds. So that is where she is at right now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right now. Um, here's some other ones that I didn't mention before, but Eric Balfour... Uh, the actor who uh, was only there for a year on Kids Kids Incorporated, or sometimes betterly referred to, or more popularly referred to as Kids Inc., uh, he acted in a dozen films and TV shows. Uh, Eric Balfour was in Six Feet Under, Twenty Four, Haven. Um, also was the face of Valentino, uh, the Valentino V male fragrance. So he's definitely had a, a acting career after Kids Incorporated. Martika. Marta Marrero, Martika. Um, she was signed to a record label and released two albums, one of which had the smash hit, wait for it, if you don't know, Toy Soldiers. Um, so yeah, Martika from Toy Soldiers fame was originally on Kids Incorporated. So that's where some of the, the people are that uh, have gone on to do other things in the pop culture eye. Um, a lot of the cast or, or of both singers, actors, and dancers have uh, not done much since Kids Inc. as far as acting and singing goes, not meaning they haven't done much with their lives. But those are the ones that uh, you may have seen pop up from here to there. We'll be right back with lots more of Kids Incorporated. Coming up next, jam to the beat of today's freshest music on Kids Incorporated, right after this. Get ready, cause the kids are back. I I would now. With new stories. Hey, be a new faces. Be you gotta move it. And some wild new songs. You gotta move it. So if you're looking oh, for something yeah. new, Ow! jump up and get down with the coolest kids around with some new episodes of Kids Incorporated. So don't go 
Cause it's coming up next Hey everybody, here's some scenes from our next Kids Incorporated My friends say I'm gonna be And they'll love us even more with the new image. Yeah! What new image? Everybody step aside. All this and more on the next Kids Incorporated. I think it's pretty clear. Got a winner here. Prizes and promotional consideration furnished by. The Texas Instruments 5030 Printer Display Desktop Calculator from Texas Instruments. Anything you do with numbers, Texas Instruments can help you do better. Speaking Math, the talking electronic speaking math from Texas Instruments makes learning what it should be. Fun! Speaking Math from Texas Instruments. You've got the look. The Jordash look for children. Kids Incorporated will move to a new time. That's totally awesome! Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. We've got good news. There are new episodes and two new stars on Monday. And the action continues through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. K-I-D-F-O! Don't miss Kids Incorporated at its new time here on the Disney Channel. to rock on stage and solve everyday problems that kids face backstage. They're Kids Incorporated, coming at you weekday afternoons on the Disney Channel. Kids Inc. is gearing up for another season of new episodes with a new core of dancers and new cast members like Love Hewitt, a Texan who was in Hollywood a short time when she heard she was chosen to be a new member of Kids Inc. I'm so excited. I was just... In five minutes, I had told like a hundred people. <laughs> it was so fun. The set was so neat, and I had all these dreams of wearing, being on Kids Incorporated. I used to watch it all the time with my friends. <laughs> being on Kids Inc. keeps love pretty busy, but she still finds time for friends. I just skate, swim, you know, just kids and watch TV, lay around. <laughs> I love music. Whitney Houston, Eddie Gibson, Tiffany, definitely new kids on the block. Also new to Kids Inc. is Sean O'Reardon, who serves up sodas and advice to the gang. It's a lot of fun. It's a great show. They're great kids, you know. What more could you want? How about a brand new season? New songs, new excitement, and new cast members. It's Kids Incorporated, weekday afternoons on the Disney Channel.
miss this special celebration when Kids Incorporated rock in the new year. And at 9, Mary Steenburgen stars in the heartwarming story, One Magic Christmas. Then at 10.30, join Whoopi Goldberg for the making of Disney's Captain EO. It's all coming up tonight on the Disney Channel. Now back to the show. Do you see how your patience paid off? All right, so you may be wondering, how can you watch this show now? There's a couple different ways for you to catch the show. But unfortunately, none of them are in a way where you can hold the physical media. Um, there was a large number of songs performed in, in the show during the Kids Incorporated run. That means there's licensees fee, licensing, licensing fees present, um, which pose a considerable challenge to releasing it on DVD or bringing it back onto television. For example, in 2005, there was a proposal to air it as part of the Disney Channel Saturday Night Teen lineup, but Disney officials suggested um, that in order to do so, they'd have to remove much of the music and replace it with blooper reels, which ultimately led to it not being released at all or brought back to Disney Channel because there is a lot of fees. We talked about the similar um, problems that Muppet Babies had because of the different things that they had in there. Mickey Mouse Club has similar issues, um, and Kids Incorporated does too. There's a lot of different uh, songs on there that, that would create some legal and uh, monetary challenges in order to get this on DVD to make it worth it. Um, it's not available on Netflix, not available on iTunes. They you are in luck, though, compared to some other things. Like uh, Mickey Mouse Club, which we talked about last week, has very limited uh, available on YouTube. Kids Incorporated actually has a lot available on YouTube, thanks mostly to the actual YouTube channel called Kids Incorporated. Um, what they've done is, uh, as far as that one goes, not so much on the later years, maybe, but there is some later year stuff available through some other users, but uh, they have full-on episodes uh, on the Kids Incorporated channel, where it's the full, actual length uh, episode of the show. They have quite a few of those, especially from seasons one through five. And then they also have a crap ton of just smaller clips of, like, a specific song or a specific skit. So if you're looking to see Jennifer Love Hewitt or Fergie or uh, any of these people singing from their childhood on Kids Incorporated, you can easily go to the Kids Incorporated YouTube channel, find a video of them that just has their song, listen to it, etc. Or you can look at a couple skits and a couple songs just to get an idea or a feel from the show. Or if you're really interested, you can actually watch full-on episodes. Um, not every episode's out, out there, but there is a variety of videos. I think a couple hundred maybe videos of Kids Incorporated on the Kids Incorporated YouTube channel. And there's some available on other channels as well. So there's a vast increase of content on YouTube for Kids Incorporated compared to uh, Mickey Mouse Club, which may be surprising, but there's a lot out there that you can watch. Um, I definitely was able to watch a, a couple full episodes, a couple skits, a couple songs from people, and uh, very much able to get my fill off of off of YouTube, which is probably about the only option uh, most people are going to have for, for a long time. Uh, you know, if ever it was released to DVD, it would be a surprise to me. All right. 
Um, as far as ranking the show, which we usually do every episode, we usually try to get some type of ranking. Um, I would not say that the show didn't appeal to me back then, even though I didn't watch it religiously. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say I loved the show back in the day, but those are the only options. Um, but I wouldn't say that I have no desire to watch it again. I would watch it if it aired on TV. Um, I like the songs. I like the mood. Um, so I'm kind of a strong two or a, or a very weak three on this one. Um, probably settle in on a three just because I would watch it if it popped up and I was able to watch a full episode on TV. But I wouldn't necessarily seek it out. It would be more so like you stumble across it and you watch it for 20 minutes or so and then you move on to the next thing. So that's why I'm kind of in between a two and a three on Kids Incorporated. Not saying I don't like the show. I love the theme song. I love seeing Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, at an early age kind of be her bubbly, you know, fun self with with some pipes to to uh, boot there. Um, so that's fun. So it, so it is an enjoyable watch for me specifically. Maybe uh, other people not so much, but I actually prefer Kids Incorporated probably over the Mickey Mouse Club, which... I'm assuming I'm in the minority, but maybe not. It was on for nine seasons, folks, over a 10-year span. There's got to be more people than me that know about Kids Incorporated. So if you have heard of Kids Incorporated, you watched Kids Incorporated, or you liked Kids Incorporated, give me your feedback on on what you liked about it, what were your favorite parts about it, uh, and and just that you liked it. So I know that it's not just me out there that remembers this show and and liked this show. All right. I know that was quick, but there's no one else to talk to on Kids Incorporated because nobody really has heard of it, it seems like, or at least uh, watched it when they were a kid that's in our our little podcasting circle. So uh, it was all on my own. I hope I didn't do it too much of an injustice by making this somewhat of a quick episode, but there's really not a lot to get into. It's not like there's big overarching stories that we can dissect and and say it was good, bad, or, or, you know, indifferent. Um... You know, it's kind of like Mickey Mouse Club, where you can you can watch a few songs, you can watch a few skits, and you basically get the feel for what the show was. My uh, my only complaint, and I kind of started uh, saying that in the Mickey Mouse Club uh, episode, was I wish something like this still existed today. I think there's a place for it. I think there was a, there's an opportunity for a channel to have a, a kids uh, singing slash variety show. I know there's been multiple attempts to do adult variety shows, but I think kids uh, these days are very much into music, very much into singing, very much into uh, this whole Glee generation. Um, you know, maybe it's getting a little too late for it, but I still think with the with the number of musicals that have been hitting the um, theaters that have been successful, with the number of singing uh, karaoke-type um, both toys and, and games that are out there, with uh, shows like Glee kind of having paved the course a little bit, that, that there could be a desire for kids to have something like this, especially when you have a resurgence of Disney uh, movies with songs in them, like we had with Frozen, um, Tangled, etc. So, I mean, I think there is a, a place for it, and I wish it was there for kids uh, to enjoy, and that we could have a whole nother batch of, of young future stars that we could see uh, blossom you know, before our eyes and grow into you know actors and singers of their own right. So, I definitely think there is a place for this out there if someone was to get a hold of the idea and, and do it right. All right. I would like this uh, to take the chance right now to thank myself for uh, joining myself today. Um, the best way for people to stay in tune with what we have going on is uh, obviously checking my Twitter, which would be Optimus Solo, or checking the GeekCast Radio Twitter. Um 
If you want to leave feedback for us, there's a couple different ways you can do that as well. You can go to www.geekcastradio.com where you can comment on the telecast episode. You can also comment on a variety of other episodes. Just go to geekcastradio.com and you'll see all the stuff up there. A lot more people putting out a lot more uh, frequent content than myself. My, my schedule obviously is super busy. I work a lot. I have a lot of different commitments, so I apologize that I haven't been able to give you this stuff as regularly as scheduled, um, but hopefully I can get a little bit better at that as we wind up Season 1 and, and head towards Season 2. I'll also have some other stuff coming at Geekcast Radio, which you'll have to stay tuned for. Um, I'm not going to tell you what that is yet, but... Uh, GeekCastRadio.com, you can see all the other stuff. There's a lot of good podcasts out there, Talking in Circles, Altered Geek, um, etc., so uh, off the cuff. So uh, you can also rate our show and leave us feedback in iTunes. Obviously, we just took a very long hiatus, so I haven't had a lot of iTunes feedback lately. So if you go to iTunes and give Telecast some feedback, I would greatly appreciate it. Telecast is not leaving or quitting just because the season is coming to an end. We have a lot of different genres of retro TV that we still need to talk about. It's not just kids' live-action shows. We're going to be covering a whole lot of different stuff that I think a lot of people will like um, and that is not quite as maybe not really obscure but as as less and lesser uh, in our minds as maybe these kids shows were um, so um, if you want your comments to be a part of a future show especially the season one finale then call the voicemail line 502-526-5821 and we will play your comments on the whole season one of telecast uh, on the season one wrap-up show if you want to um, keep up to date with all things GeekCast related, go to Facebook and search out GeekCast Radio Network, and Mike will give you posts every time there's a new episode, new blog, or, or new event happening with GeekCast Radio Network. So that's the best way to stay in touch. Um, obviously, we did have the theme song contest and uh, going on, which I have submissions for, and there will be a winner, hopefully. So if you want to get any last-minute submissions in for the theme song contest... Um, make sure you get that in ASAP. Uh, obviously the thing is you listen to the clips of songs at the end of the show and you tell me the order that the show's theme songs appeared in and which season one show was not in that clip. Um, so you only have a very limited time to get some last minute submissions in so that you could win that contest. I, I would talk about the listener's choice but we're running out of time and we've had virtually ran out of time. The Listener's Choice episode is coming. So we've already selected it. We've already taken all the feedback from everybody on what show they wanted. So our very first Listener's Choice episode is coming next episode. That'll be the next one. And then following that, we will have the Season 1 finale. So that does it for now. We hope we succeeded in entertaining you, informing you, and most importantly, unleashing the geek in you on this episode of the telecast and we hope that you will tune in for our next episode when like i said we will finish up the proper episodes of season one with the very first ever done at geekcast radio network a listener's choice episode so that's coming up next you'll have to tune in that release date to hear what show we're covering so i'll keep the suspense going and listen to the songs at the end for the theme song contest and get your submissions in ASAP so you have a chance to win. For now, I'm your host, Optimus Solo, and tune in soon for another episode of the Telecast.
out. Like the cowboys say. Sing it again now. I'm on TV. Focus, focus. 